0: So the funny thing about growth is that it never happens all at once. And a lot of times people don't realize that it's even happening, right? It's something that's in the background and it's 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 very incremental. But if you start out with the intention to grow with a purpose to yep, I'm going to do growth today or this year. That's my goal is to grow. It's, it's not something that you can measure. So to grow as a person, professionally, personally, emotionally, you have to have a measurable benchmarks with which to the word I'm looking for? Measure. (laughs) To quantify what that growth looks like, okay? So this year, for example, did not start off as being a growth, quote, growth year for me. Um, I was really in the mindset as this year started that I really wanted to, um, you know, I had some some financial goals and I had some personal goals that I set for myself um, and the, the biggest portion of that is just being more organized and if anybody knows me they know that my desk is typically piled high scattered with notes and post-its and reminders and bills that I still need to do something with and things that need to have action taken and and uh just didn't have time to finish and so it sits there and a long time ago I actually learned that you know move the papers once kind of thing so if you don't have time to put it away don't pick it up that was my mindset right I don't think that that was the way the intent that 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 message was originally intended but that's kind of how the execution ended up happening so anyways I would get my mail it would sit there and Uh, you know, I didn't have time to either pay it, or it was already auto, or I needed to file it. But in order for me to file it, I needed to start a new file cabinet, or I needed to sort the file cabinet because that one was full. So that led to other tasks. And well, you can see how that would not be in the mindset of getting things done and prioritizing tasks that were going to, you know, generate real results for me this year. So anyways, so more organized is one of those things, and I created these, uh, like, whiteboards in front of my desk on the wall so that I had a visual. I'm a very visual person. Uh, Those, you know, visual cues, those visual reminders are, for me, something that helps subconsciously. So even though I may not, like, you know, intentionally read it every single day, I'm still looking at it as I'm as I'm working, um, as I'm you know, talking to clients, as I'm in meetings, things like that, they're there. They're that constant reminder. So um, for me, the, the first thing was to set goals for what I wanted to accomplish this year. And I have four major priorities. Um, I have work, I had my responsibilities as the president for my BNI chapter. And I also took on a role on the board of directors for the Builders Association um, here in my local area, and then um, my also my own personal goals for uh, a hobby that had become a little bit more than just a, a hobby for me on the side. So it was something that I was spending a lot more time doing as we went into last, you know, Christmas um, with painting and um, you know making signs, you know, welcome signs. Uh, Customized signs, but all with you know reclaimed wood or slab wood. So, anyway, so I had four main priorities of of goals that I wanted to set and, and areas, and I kind of broke them down and I have them on this board and I look at them regularly. And at one point, early spring, you know, I was struggling drastically with sales and. Whether it was just, you know, prospecting, which is typically where most of those issues come in. is just, you know, staying focused and, you know, prioritizing tasks, etc. You know, typically follow-through is one of those areas that's always been another one of those tedious tasks things that I'm not very disciplined at sticking to. I'll just be honest. So... I, you know, working at follow through. So the second portion of updating my boards this year was, was really setting those, uh, uh, you know, uh, a process for me to be able to track what I'm doing on a daily basis and what that follow through looks like, because, um, I know that that's important to me and I know that it affects my buying decisions and well, obviously, it affects others as well. So, you know, improving that process for me, but in a way that is easy to manage, not complicated. So I am not a spreadsheet person. Um, I'm that visual person. So spreadsheets I can't see, you know, on my desk. I can't stick it on the wall where I can read it. So whiteboards, something big so I can see it on it all the time and and easy to erase, and that's kind of where that started. So I had some personal goals that I thought, you know, when I said I, I wanted to do some growth things, but I wasn't sure what that looked like. And I was in my mind initially, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to uh, take a photography class because I like photography. And I really wanted to be able to learn how to um, take better pictures. I bought a new iPhone. And quite frequently, I will take pictures for clients. I will do video. um, I'll do those things. So I wanted to to upgrade my iPhone so I had a better tool because I do use it on a very regular basis. And uh, so I had signed up for this class, right? I spent, I don't know, I think $50 on it. And to be honest, I still haven't taken the class, right? Um, I think it was like maybe... 10 or, you know, 15 hours worth of, of, of information and I just hadn't done it. And that's what, that's what it means when you don't make things a certain priority. But anyway, so in addition to that, the other portion was, uh, things like, you know, reading more, getting back to the gym, um, you know, trying to get into that regular routine and in my experience, the, um, the more I can stick to a regular routine, the the more successful I am. I already know this. And that routine typically what had been very successful for me in the past is early morning workouts. And then, um, and then, and rather than waiting until the end of the day, because at the end of the day, there's not time. And I, Typically, will not take the time or make the time because you get going in your day, right? You've got like a bajillion other responsibilities, and quite honestly, um, it's very easy to justify why, you know, making that last phone call, talking to that one last client, uh, spending more time with the kids, etc., etc. It's very easy at that time of the day to rationalize with yourself why putting your needs on the back burner for the sake of others is more important than what you need to do. But that's also because at the end of the day, your brain is tired, quite honestly. And that decision-making, decision fatigue is another thing that I've been reading about lately. But anyways, I digress. Um, So... Uh, in addition to that, there were a couple of other things I had on the board, and I don't remember. Um, you know, I was had my BNI goals very clearly outlined, everything on there. And at one point, I had been invited by a former colleague who is now a uh, coach, a uh, um, uh, mentor coach, and. Um, he had invited me to attend this free session for like, you know, four weeks where you, you know, meet with like-minded professionals and you have kind of a, uh, a meeting of the minds, right. And you kind of discuss different uh, situations, but they're all areas uh, of growth for certain individuals. And um, the first one that we did, I had expressed my, like my habit of going back to the gym and that was like something that I was focusing on that week and I explained kind of like where you know how I fit that into my schedule and why that was so important to me and the following week when we came back um, it had really spoke to one of the other individuals that was on this call and he said that I inspired him to to do this and that he started you know working back out again and that he felt great and that he knows that that's the thing that made him, you know, that, that, that was, that I inspired him to do that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I've never really had anybody tell me that I inspired them to do much before. Uh, not those words specifically, right? So that was cool. And um, another growth thing that I had invested in this year was personal coaching um, and, that was through, uh, again, this former colleague, um, who, uh, whose company is called empower eight, um, out of green Bay, Wisconsin. And, you know, Nick and I have had, you know, very similar work experiences. Um, especially when it comes to sales. Um, I, you know, went through training with him when I started with, um, the company that I'm at. I, uh, Um, I work in that digital marketing space. And so, you know, when Nick, um, you know, had left, uh, I think it was last December to, you know, do more coaching and to kind of follow his dream and his passion, um, which is awesome. And I encourage that. Um, But when it comes to sales, there's still like, it's a very emotional game for me. It always has been. And I'm not a transactional salesperson. I'm definitely a relationship um, building type of uh, salesperson, and I'm looking for you know real outcomes for my clients and and the people that I work with. Anyways, so I decided to commit to six months of training with with Nick, and um, you know the the cost was a little bit I don't want to say more than what I that I what I wanted to pay because it's really not about that right. Um, the value is there, and you know, I wanted to support Nick in his new business adventure and what he's doing. And so I, you know, I followed through with this and, um, I started having some success in the spring, uh, with sales and I, I really got onto uh, a great groove. Um, and then I, I was doing really awesome for about, I think about eight, nine weeks. And then I hit a slump in the spring and summer And it was really rough. I had some rough patches. And in the meantime, um, you know, life goes on, right? Like you just kind of go through the motions once in a while. At least you feel like you are. Um, But if you have the intention of growth mindset in the back of your mind, even if your daily actions are often poorly executed, if, if growth is really your mindset and you're trying to execute daily, small changes to improve your overall outcome at the end of the year, it's the small changes that are the hardest to see and most difficult to realize until you've gone, you know uh, a longer time frame to be able to recognize what those changes are. So early spring, uh, late spring I should say, I was at uh, a thing uh, this summer, it was in July. And I ran into a friend I hadn't seen in ages, um, like probably over seven years. And this individual had um, been overweight for a long time. And years ago, um, in 2002 actually, um, I had a gastric bypass surgery. And my boys were my boys were very little, and when I say little, they were in I think probably Head Start, so pre-K Head Start, so less you know younger than five years old. And the job that I was working at at the time, I was able to um, get the surgery paid for through my insurance. And as as uh, as things turned out, I mean everything happens for a reason, right? So um, my kids were little and. I had been going through therapy for years for, um, you know, some childhood trauma that really hadn't been dealt with in my early 20s. And so as I was going through, um, the therapy and learning more about myself and learning about, you know, awareness and, you know, my goals and what I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, I didn't feel that my outside appearance really matched what my inside was. And beyond that, um, I had been, you know, I was always the fat girl growing up, right? And that stigma probably, I don't know that ever goes away. I mean, regardless of what you weigh, regardless of what you look like, I don't know if that mindset ever really truly goes away. But I wanted to be healthy for my kids. I didn't have any goal of being at a certain weight. I just wanted to be healthier so that I could enjoy the time with my kids when they were growing up. I didn't want to wait until my kids were out of school um, because whatever reason, for me, it was important to be able to start that journey on a healthier body and a healthier uh, physical you know, being when my kids were young so that I could be a good role model for them and that I could be uh, a better me. And I had the surgery. I met um, Chris when I was working at the newspaper in 2005, I think it was. And, um, you know, I explained to her why I'd had the surgery. And, you know, I, that was important to me as a as a young mom. And I I wanted to be healthier for my kids. So anyways, so I run into, uh, Chris again, after seven years, I hadn't seen her at least in seven years and she's lost a ton of weight. And when I see her, she gives me the biggest hug. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, you look amazing. And you know, genuinely happy for her. I know she, she had, I saw her at her wedding was when I last saw her. And, um, she's like, and she's had two kids. And she says, you know, she's like, I had the surgery. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. She's like, I finally decided to have the surgery. And she's like, you were my inspiration. And immediately when she said that word, that like, there was like a ding in my head, right? Inspiration. Second time this year that I'd heard that. And I don't know why that like just was a trigger for me, but It was. And so I kind of cataloged it and I'm like, hmm, interesting. I've had two people now say that. And I know that there's been two other instances where it's been said but they were not as uh, impactful and I'm trying to think of what they were from because they were pretty cool actually. Um, And now I can't remember. See anyways, the, uh, the third time that this was said to me this year was just recently, just in a a conversation and it was about my messaging, my text messaging. I was, uh, you know, uh, having a conversation with a, a new, uh, connection from LinkedIn. Um, and, you know, sometimes you get those connections all the time and it's not really relevant to what you do or it's just somebody trying to sell you something. And, Uh, not that there's anything wrong with connecting because they want to sell you something, Um, but it is also amazing when you can make connections with people who really want to connect for the purpose of networking because you think you can actually add value to an individual's network and, you know, they may have a way that they can add value to yours. So, you know, um, anyways, and... The feedback that I received from these messages, as we were, you know, texting back and forth the last couple of days, um, is that he could feel the energy in my text messages, and that he would he imagined that the energy in my text messages is very much how we um, would communicate verbally. And I actually have a meeting set to, you know, to have a a, a phone call conversation with this uh, with this new. Um, connection later on today and we had a meeting set like a a team's meeting you know set for next week but um, last night you know we were chatting about something and I when I got home last night like I I put a lot into what I do every single day I put a lot into my work I put a lot into um, my communication and The caring that I share with my clients, Um, I may not execute on follow-through the way that I should, but I work towards doing better every single day. And when I am in a moment with my client, I am with them. I am not a multitasker. I am not trying to answer 15 text messages as I'm there to just show up for a few minutes and have uh you know just to have FaceTime with them just to I'm actually asking real questions. I'm genuinely concerned about uh, my business owner who when I stopped to see her yesterday turns out she broke her leg. What? I didn't know that. Three weeks ago. I was you know just getting back from from Hawaii. Anyways so you know, I'm, I am with them 100%, 120%, 150%, like energy, emotional all day long. And when I get home, I am just exhausted after a day that I had yesterday. And I said to, uh, to Denny that this was a full brain day. I said, after today, I'm like, all I want to do is hibernate. I just need like decompression time, you know, just downtime nothing. I don't want to make a decision. I don't want to have to talk to anybody. I don't want to have to to do anything except just just me. I just want to do me at that moment. And it was so funny because again, he said that the energy inspires him to have a great day and that it was very inspiring that like my messages and and the way that I communicate and the energy that I you know, shared through my, my messages with him, he felt was very, uh, inspiring. And so again, this whole year (laughs) seems to be coming back to this inspiration thing. And I'm not quite sure yet what this, uh, message is truly trying to tell me. Um, I think it's kind of funny, but, uh, I'm, I'm still working through that, but I downloaded this app for Anchor a while ago, intending to use it because I have thoughts like this all the time. But quite frequently, I'm very I have lots of anxiety about what to say. Am I going to say the right thing? How do I word it? Should I say it like this, etc.? Today, I just stuck my earbud in. The sound quality is probably awful. You can probably hear me fixing my breakfast uh, behind the scenes. In a few minutes here, I'm going to finish eating my Cheerios and Blackberry and banana cereal. um, And drink my coffee and and start my day. But I was inspired this morning with Denny's message that I should do this. I know how to speak properly. Um, I can find the words when I slow down and don't overthink things to, so much. Um, there's a, a co-worker of mine, a new co-worker that I have, who, you know, everybody in sales has to figure this out at some point or another, but, you know, when you use the words that the company gives you, they are meant to be a guide. And when I say a guide, I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn them word for word. You should. But they are meant to be used as a tool so you don't forget the essential portions of what you need to communicate when you are talking with a prospect or you know, uh, sharing an update with a current client. And the way that you make them your own is by practicing them and making it your own and understanding the topic on which you are speaking. Because the more you understand about the topic in which you are speaking, whether it is, you know, selling pharmaceuticals or selling digital marketing, uh, you know, and, and internet type products, the, the more knowledge you have, the more convicted you will be. That conviction will be shared through your uh, voice. Your client and prospects will feel that conviction and they will know and trust that what you're saying is true and, and you will sell things. But when you are thinking about the words rather than the meaning behind the words, that's when things start going bad. And I've, I, I fall into that still today. Um, you get so worked up into what to say. And really, what I should be doing is practicing how I'm saying it, practicing some of the right words. Because the conviction for me is there. The education is there. I understand this space very, very well when it comes to consumer strategy. But sometimes the process, I I, I miss the process sometimes. And that's okay. That's why I'm learning, right? Anyways, so this is not the perfect podcast. And that's okay with me. It doesn't need to be. It was important to me to just simply do it and to get the first one out of the way. And so with that, I encourage you to have a full brain day, have an inspired and full brain day, and I will be checking in with you soon. Have an awesome one.